This is Primetime 30, brought to you by your host, Austin Lane. And your other host, Max Manley. Not a co-host, the other host. The other host. This podcast is sponsored by the Max Manley Charity. And unfortunately, the charity is running out of money. So Austin, do you want to break the news to the, to the listeners? As of right now, this will be our last podcast. If you want to send help, our phone number is 253. <laughs> um, you know what, guys? I've been in this industry for over 20 years now. Uh, you learn a lot from it, but the one thing you know in this profession is once you hit the end, that brick cold wall, it's the end, folks. And me and Lane, yeah, we made it on TV. Yeah, we had a big show, but this is the end, guys. And maybe we'll come back out of retirement. We'll be the opposite of Ray Allen. And we'll come back and we'll hit threes. And we'll be the duo that never stops talking into the mic. As of right now, because we're poor in college, we are the duo that has to stop talking into the mic. SoundCloud hosts our podcast. We have it on iTunes. We have it on Google Play Music for Android users. But the limit for how much you can upload to SoundCloud is two hours before you have to start paying $15 a month. I'm in college. I don't have that type of money. I can barely afford a box of cup of noodles. Not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> but I can't afford... This guy's still got money to spend on his Siwoo card and he's over here... <laughs> I don't have money to keep doing a podcast. Our first podcast, our song, our duet, our beautiful Christmas spirit, got us 92 listens. Don't tell the numbers for that one. The numbers for the last one, 25 listens. (laughs) We're dying out. We're done. Unless this one gets 150 listens. 150. But we're like the captains of the Titanic. We go down with our ship. We go down with the primetime 30 ship. And it's going down fast. (laughs) That iceberg hit like a mother. (laughs) It's going down real fast. All right, let's get into it and let's just dig into some good old-fashioned sports. The last show. Here we go. All right. First thing I want to talk about, new college playoff poll came out tonight. Michigan goes down to five, bumps up Clemson to three, bumps up University of Washington to four. Wisconsin stays at six, Penn stayed at seven. And then they flipped Colorado and Oklahoma. They moved Colorado up and Oklahoma down a spot, even though they both won. And then Oklahoma State stays at ten. So, top four right now, Alabama versus Washington, Ohio State versus Clemson. Of course, the big... Championship weekend's coming up. Everyone's playing their conference championship games. But the Big Ten championship game doesn't even have Ohio State or Michigan in it. How are the how is the committee gonna deal with that? How is the committee gonna deal with that? Yeah. The committee is gonna keep Ohio State in, I think. No matter what. Which kinda sucks because 
But it's like, what does happen to the winner of that game? Do they get into the four? Not if Clemson beats Virginia Tech in the ACC championship and Washington beats Colorado. I don't think they get in. Yeah, okay, but say Penn State wins the game between Wisconsin and Penn State. Okay. Didn't Penn State beat Ohio State? And isn't the chair going to recognize that? You don't think so? See, I have a little hope the chair is going to recognize that and put them in for Ohio State. That would be crazy. That would be insane. Ohio State's at two. Penn State's at seven. You can't move Penn State above Ohio State in one week just because Ohio State beats Wisconsin. I could see it being Alabama, Ohio State, Washington, and then if Clemson loses Penn State at four. I could see that. I want Clemson to lose. There's a big chance that with those lights on those helmets, there could be an upset. There could. The only problem is is if Clemson does win, I feel like this is the four right here. Doesn't change. I feel like Michigan shouldn't even be in the top five. Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten. No. Best team in the Big Ten. Ohio State. Best team in the Big Ten. Ohio State beats Michigan. I don't care if it was barely. I don't care if it was in double overtime. At Ohio State. That doesn't make that much of a difference. Ohio State beats Michigan. That doesn't make that big of a difference? You sound dumb. You sound dumb for saying that. That doesn't make that big of a difference. You sound dumb for saying Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten. They've, I can't believe you said that, that home home advantage isn't that big of a deal. They've proved with the two losses to Ohio State and Iowa that they're not the best team in the Big Ten. Ohio State only has one loss. It's to Penn State. Penn State also has two losses. So the team with the best record is Ohio State. The team that beat Michigan is Ohio State. And the team that barely gets into the Big Ten Championship is Penn State just because they beat Ohio State. That's the only reason. Now, you can't say Penn State's better than Ohio State just because they beat them. Yeah, you can. I don't think you can. That's what you're doing with Ohio State and Michigan. You're saying that Ohio State's better because they beat them by a tiny bit. So, how... You're contradicting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying if... What was your last statement? Penn State isn't better than Ohio State just because they beat them. And then you say that Michigan isn't better than Ohio State just because they beat them. Come on, Lane. Come on. Use that brain of yours. But Michigan has the other loss to Iowa. Ohio State's only loss is Penn State. Arbog spent too much time with the kids at home. Same with Ohio State. No. Yes. No. If you did not win, then you had a bad week. No, that's not true either. All your players could play great, but the other team plays better. That's football. That's football. If every team wins this weekend, if every top-seeded team wins, it is going to be Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Washington. And that proves to you that Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten because they're already at number two. Who did Clemson lose to? Clemson lost to North Carolina State. Is that a worse? That's not. No, see, USC is a better loss than that. They have three losses. I'm talking about Clemson. I'm talking about us going above Clemson. Us going above Clemson? Washington. You could make that argument. 
But you could also make the argument that Clemson has beaten more better teams than us. You could. I'm just saying, if Washington's in at the four spot, they're not going to go far. Because they're going to be playing NFL Alabama. You know what I think the rankings should go? Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama's second stringers. <laughs> here's what I, sh- I here's what I think the rankings should be: Alabama, Ohio State, Washington, and Clemson. Washington would play Ohio State in the first round and beat them. And then Alabama would play Clemson and beat them. And then Washington would beat Alabama in the national championship. Perfect. Easy. Folks, Austin Lane lit up a little joint out in the living room with these predictions. <laughs> oh, I did it. <laughs> Listen, there's no... First of all, saying that Washington would beat Ohio State, that's a that's a reach. They haven't played anybody that's ranked higher than them this year. They wouldn't. I feel like they'd be overwhelmed, and it would be kind of a wake-up call to them. I don't know. But a lot of people are saying that oh, USC should be have that second-seed spot. That's what they're playing right now. So maybe maybe they played a better USC team at the time, so they would know what hit them with Ohio State. But all I'm saying is if Washington did play Ohio State, that game would be good. It wouldn't be a blowout either way, I don't think. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to say who the winner would be because I don't know. I think the team in the top five that we would definitely beat is Clemson. I think we would definitely beat Clemson. Yeah, I think Clemson's overrated in a way. Um, sorry to all the Clemson fans out there, but uh, I don't know. I've just watched them this season, and they just don't look like they have enough firepower, you know? Um, and you need that in NCAA if you want to keep winning. Uh, and they, they have one. They're 11-1. I give them credit. But um, Washington and Clemson, I would agree. Washington would win. All right. Let us move on to the next topic. Thursday night football ratings are lower than they've ever been. They are horrible. There's probably multiple reasons. There's probably, you know, they play bad teams or whatever. and Nobody really wants to watch on Thursday night, I guess, this year. Roger Goodell has been speculated. There's rumors that he's talking about getting rid of it completely. There's rumors of maybe not having it every week. And then there's also a couple rumors that he didn't say anything about it. But the fact is that the ratings are low. So... Do you keep it around? Do you keep Thursday Night Football around? Well, I don't know. I think that... uh... I think it depends on who's playing. I mean, if you have two, you have the Browns and the Niners playing on Thursday night, of course no one's going to watch that game. And I feel like Thursday night games just don't, they just don't pack enough talent for anyone to tune in. I would say this. I do think they would get rid of it entirely if fantasy football did not exist. Because if you have a player on your starting lineup and he's in the Thursday night game, that gives you a reason to tune in if you're not a fan of the two teams. That helps a lot, I think. But yet, ratings are still low. So I don't I don't know if they should get rid of it um, entirely. Maybe every week, every other week. Um, 
but there's been a lot of reports that it the NFL's denied speculation on ending Thursday night football. They're just in a slump. They're about to get out of it, I think, and uh life will go on and I'll keep winning those Thursday night matchups on my fantasy roster. If you have the right players. I do have the right players. You're I don't talking, see you you're dra- talking to Maxi C, boy. I don't see you drafting. I'm on a five-game win streak. <laughs> I don't see you drafting players that are on the Browns or picking up a player off the waiver wire. I'm on not the... saying every Thursday night game. <laughs> but I'm saying that. See, that's the problem. That's the problem is that every Thursday night football game is not good. They don't have a good game every week. So people aren't going to tune in every week. So you're saying they should keep Thursday night football and strictly make the games like they should pick a game each week to be on Thursday night football, the, the beginning of the week. They should say, okay, out of all these games that are supposed to happen on Sunday, we're going to move this one to Thursday? I don't think they can do that, though, because TV networks have rights over some games. Well, how would they make sure that good teams play Thursday night football? What they if... got to plan it out for years ahead and just predict. That's what they're doing now, and it doesn't work. I know. That's why the ratings are down. You can't tell me at the beginning of the year that, you know, we're not going to have a Thursday night football game with the Raiders because they've been bad the last 10 years, and now look at them. I think that uh, you definitely Thursday night football is an American pastime, but uh, how are they doing against Monday night football? Well, obviously Monday night football is outrating them, but by how much? Can we pull that up? Um, yeah, we can pull that up. In a demo rating, Thursday night football drew a two point one out of ten. With 7.43 million viewers. And in Monday Night Football, they pull an average of a 9.3 rating. That's like out of 10. That's a big difference. Um, I have a caller coming in. Cameron is on the line from Tacoma. Cameron, can you give us our thoughts? What do you think the NFL should do about Thursday Night Football? Should they keep Thursday Night Football around? And how can they make the ratings go back up? I mean... Thank you for calling in. Those are pretty good points. He would get rid of Thursday Night Football completely, and he made a good point. You know, most people 
can't watch Thursday night football at all because it's a Thursday. Whereas some people have different schedules on Monday night compared to Thursday night. You know, some people just can't tune in for Thursday night where they can for Monday. And I think Monday night football does better because of historical context. When you think of Thursday night football back in the 70s and 80s, you think of Thanksgiving only. You don't think, oh, yeah, this one time I I watched my team play on Thursday and it was like the I middle of the season. I remember being a kid sitting around the couch on Thursday nights. Yeah, but see, when you talk about 70s and 80s Monday night football, it's just the same as today. Like Monday night football games have been known to be better than Thursday night football. And he does make a very good point of, you play a game on Sunday, and then if you have a Thursday night game after that, then you're going out there three days after you already played a game. I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think about that, actually. Um, a lot of people don't want to see injuries, but I do want to see hard hits. So if they're coming off that three-day break and they're saying, man, I don't feel like my best right now, I don't want to play. I don't want to hit hard. Um, I don't think there's a lot of players in the league that have that mindset. A lot of them um, have have the mindset of winning. Um, but there definitely is that chance that they're not going to give their full effort just because they're not feeling good, and I don't want to watch that. I would rather see them do – I agree that he said Thanksgiving should have football. That's That's a must. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. needs football. But I do think that I would like to see them take every game on Sunday and play them on Sunday, and then I'd like to see them where they would usually have a Thursday night game. I'd like them to move that to Monday night and have two Monday night games, not at the same time. Um, Sometimes they do do two Monday games uh, back-to-back, and so why can't they just do that every week instead of a Thursday night game? Why can't you just have a Monday night game at 5 o'clock Eastern and 8 o'clock Eastern? And I know some people will say, well, they're not going to stay up till 11 o'clock on a weekday. Well, people aren't even watching football at 5 o'clock Eastern time on a Thursday. So there's no difference there. Well, here's another thing to think about. If Say say on Sundays, um, you're sitting around and you're trying to watch your favorite team. If your favorite team isn't a local team, the chances of you getting that channel is not good. So... Um, that's the thing with getting rid of Thursday night football. If you're, maybe that's your only chance Monday and Thursday night when it's on national TV. That's your only chance to watch your favorite team play. Um, I know for me that's the case. Uh, Monday night Packers played Philly. I was out in that living room watching the whole time because I never get to watch Packers game because on the Sunday it's it's they're never on. This week they moved the Patriots and Jets game. It was supposed to be Sunday night football. They moved it to earlier in Sunday, and they moved a daytime game, the Chiefs and Broncos, to Sunday Night Football, and it apparently saved the Sunday Night Football's ratings for this week. So I don't see why they don't do that with Thursday Night Football and Monday Night Football. Plus, NBC owns the rights to Thursday Night Football, so I think ESPN and NBC can both host a Monday Night game. I don't see any problem with that. They see a problem with that, because it's not going to work out that smooth. But at the same time, it's not working out smoothly for NBC already. They're already, you know, not getting as much recognition on Thursday Night Football. My final thought is you you either make the games 
good, you put some powerhouse teams in there, mm-hmm. or you do an alternating every other week. I don't want to see Thursday night football gone. I don't. It kind of gives you something to look forward to in the week, um, especially if you have fantasy players, one of your top guys. Uh, you want to watch them. So I don't want to see it go, but I think that they definitely need to do something to get the ratings up, and I think the NFL will do that. Okay, we're going to move on to the next topic. Uh, early look at college basketball starting up this year. Uh, some teams, most teams have played six games, some of seven. And early in the rankings, Duke starts at number one, and they fall early. They're five and one already. And they're already down to five within a week. And Kentucky goes up to number one. They're still the powerhouses, Kentucky, Villanova, North Carolina, Kansas, Duke, Virginia. But then you have some teams this year that are looking like a Cinderella story, maybe heading into March. Just an early look. Creighton, starting the season 6-0 and at number 10. St. Mary's is 5-0, and and they're at number 12. And Purdue, 15th. Iowa State, 19th. Those are just a couple teams that look like early surprise teams in college basketball. The one thing I am looking forward to is this rivalry between St. Mary's and Gonzaga. They're in the same conference. And when you think of that conference, you don't think of like powerhouses other than Gonzaga. But now St. Mary's is at 12 and they're going to have to play Gonzaga two or three times this year. So we're going to see how that shakes up. And then you obviously have the great games between Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. So do you have any early predictions for March Madness? Um, too, too early in the season for me. They've only played uh, about seven games, it looks like. That's the most the team's played. Uh, that's too early for me to make any prediction. If I was going to make a prediction, you already know. I got to go with my Jayhawks, baby. Kansas all the way. Uh, they they beat Duke. Yeah. Yeah, beat Duke. Uh, I just think that they, I think they can do it, you know. They just got to watch out for those Kentucky Wildcats. The freshman and out. The one one and done freshman kids at Kentucky. That's how Calipari recruits them over there. They say, come play for me for a year, win me a bracket, and go play in the NBA. It's easy. And they all say, okay, coach, I'm coming. Okay, coach. That's just a short little look into college basketball. Not much to talk about. Early season. I, I just love March Madness. I love filling out brackets. Yeah. This year, I'm going to get a perfect bracket. I want to see Donald Trump's bracket. I want to see Hillary's. She'll probably have... She'll probably have a team that deflates their balls winning the whole thing. So... Correct. So you're calling... You're comparing Hillary to the Patriots? <laughs> I'm saying that's probably Hillary's favorite. Uh, okay, on to the next topic. <laughs> Let's talk about MLS final. The home team, Seattle Sounders. First time in the history of the Seattle Sounders ever since they entered the MLS that they're going to the MLS final. And tomorrow night, Toronto plays Montreal. Montreal's leading the aggregate 3-2. to two. If Montreal wins, if they beat Toronto, the MLS final will be at Seattle, Central League Field. But if Toronto wins... One game? 
Yes, one game. But if Toronto wins, that one game is at Toronto because they're a higher seed than us. So we want Montreal. So we want Montreal to win tomorrow, but we also want to be able to beat them because I don't want to come home for one game and lose to Montreal in the MLS final. But the Sounders obviously are shocking everyone around the country. Three months ago, four months ago, they were ninth out of ten in the conference. Fired their coach, picked up Lodero on a transfer. And ever since then, Brian Schmetzer, the coach, has gone 9-0-2 at home since then. Hasn't lost at home. They played Colorado, who hasn't lost at home all year either, and they beat them 1-0. So everyone's saying Montreal's going to win. Montreal's too good of a team. They're sleeping on the Sounders. They're sleeping on the home team. I just wish my Mariners would do something. My Seahawks are doing stuff. My Huskies are doing stuff. My Sounders are doing stuff. Even my Sonics are doing stuff right now. Those are rumors. They're not rumors. Chris Hansen's not a rumor. He is a man that goes out and does stuff for his city. Until I actually see it confirmed. Russell Wilson is helping pay for the stadium. Russell Wilson. Until I see something happen, I'll believe it. But for now, I'm just taking everything as rumors. Taking everything as rumors. That's all. Yeah. You have no no input on that? What, on the Sonics? On, on the Sonics. On the Sonics? I yeah. want them back. Well, yeah, so does everyone else, but the council doesn't. Well, City council. Council can go be right. a council somewhere else. Yeah, we're on a we're on the air. I can't. We're on a rant. I can't say what I want to say. Council can just go, you know, do it, something. Do something else. Okay, that's good. That's hey. good enough. That's good enough. You want my input on the sounders? Sure. Let's hear it. Well, in my home, we were raised as. No soccer on the TV. <laughs> so okay. if my dad heard this segment, he would be shaking his head right now. Uh, but since having you as my roommate, I have been following it. I have been watching games with you. Um, I'm proud of him. I really am. It's just the. It's just sad that it, you know MLS isn't as big in the U.S. as compared to European countries. Because this would be cool if you know Sounders were like Barcelona winning their league. You know what I'm saying? It's not like people don't recognize how cool it is that we're going to the finals. Uh, so it kind of sucks. But for the people that do follow soccer, they know how cool this is for Seattle. Um, and you know, it's just it's just exciting. It's an exciting time of year. Yeah, Christmas spirit. Yeah, we got finals next week. Hey. Yeah, yay! I got a final Friday. <laughs> I got two. I got three. Uh, All three of my classes. Hey. The listeners don't care. Hey. Listeners do care. The last topic I want to talk about is a happy story. It's very happy. Makes me feel like butterflies in my stomach thinking about it. Alright. But it's also sad in some ways. I grew up watching Tiger Woods golf. Me too. That man was all I ever knew for golf. That was my that was my childhood idol in golf. Same. I didn't care about anybody else. Exactly. I would tune in and watch golf with my grandpa on weekends just to see Tiger Woods and see if he would win. Same. And he would win. He would win a lot of them. And then 
Life comes crashing down. Car goes crashing in the fence. Golf club goes through the window. All right. The stereotypical golf story. Cheat on your wife and get the club through the window. Hey. That's how it always goes, right? Yep. Well, that was, what, five years ago now? And then he got hurt really bad his back. And now... That's what happens when you juice. Now... Now he's coming back. He's not. He's done. He's coming back. And that's the happy part of the story. The sad part is he was quoted saying, One of my biggest goals is to try and get into the top 1,000 in the world rankings. If that is not sad... That's his biggest goal right now? One of my biggest goals is to get into the top 1,000. This dude used to be number one in the world. Number one in the world. His goal is to get in the top 1,000. Man, he's sad. I get you're coming back from an injury, but you got to remember a little bit of your past. Dude, he knows that he's ass. He knows he's horrible, but his goal should not. His goal should be to get in the top 100. No. Yes, no. I don't care if he's an old he's man. He's accurate with the 1,000. So you think he knows how bad he is and he's portraying yes. it truthfully? Yes. Well, I think it's sad that he has to do that. I don't. He did it to himself. He was also quoted saying... Should have been a faithful man. He was also quoted saying on this last weekend's tournament that he entered, his first one in 15 months, he said, I'm entered in the event and I'm going to try and win this thing. Well, congratulations. You're playing in a golf tournament in November, almost December, that probably has no implications on the world rankings at all. It's a warm-up. It's a warm-up. This guy, this guy's won the Masters. He's won the U.S. Open. He was the, you know, he was the 18-year-old that everyone said, wow, this guy's a prodigy. I know. And there's been so many people already that has replaced... The face of golf. Remember when the video games were named after him? Now it's yeah. Rory McIlroy. And now it's not even going to be Rory McIlroy. It's going to be Jordan Spieth. Is, that game is awful, by the way. Do not put money into that game. I bought it the hey, night it if came EA out. Sports is listening, they can sue us for saying that. It's my opinion. Yeah, it is an opinion podcast. It's a freedom That's also why we got 25 listens on the last one, because it's opinions. <laughs> no one cares right about that. Right now we're opinions. honest, and we don't care. <laughs> well... Maybe Devin Minch was listening this far. If he is, he'll mess. No, you didn't put the Seahawks in your top five, so he's not listening this week. <laughs> well, if we did do a top five, I'm telling the viewers, they would be in my top five now. Well, my, because, my because top... as a podcaster, you can't be biased. All right, and I learned that throughout the years. But it just, it, I drew a blank last week. People think that top fives are like enjoyable to listen to someone say their NFL top five or top ten, but it's really not. No one cares what your top five is. They only care about theirs. Actually, some people don't even care about theirs. They're just going to let the games play out and whoever that's goes. Kinda, that's kind of how I am. It's like, let them play. I don't care where they're at right now. Yeah. It'll come down to it when they're seated for the playoffs. Yeah. That's kind of my mindset. Right but... now, right now everyone's top two is Dallas and New England, but you don't even know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Either of them. I think the Raiders could beat New England, and I think Seattle could beat Dallas. Whoa. But we're not doing that on this Whoa. podcast. We're already Seattle over. Seattle beating Dallas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. There is a way. If there's a will, there's a way. way. He had a bad week. Russell Wilson had a bad week. They have 
way too much talent to get beat I know, by the I know Seattle does. I know Seattle. No, <laughs> shut up, shut up. I know Seattle has way too much talent. Shut up. You just want All right, to... so what are you getting at with this Tiger Woods thing? What This Tiger Woods thing is that I want to see him return to the old Tiger Woods. I know it won't happen, but if it did, it would be a great story for golf. It would raise the ratings. Not, you know, after Tiger Woods was gone, some people just stopped watching golf. You know, it got they got the highest ratings. Uh, I forget what tournament it was. It was when Tiger Woods was paired up with McElroy yes. in the same group. Yes, I remember that. I don't know if that was the Masters. Or... I think that was 2013 or 2014. But yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was the most when Tiger watched Woods, day. When Tiger... tournaments are four days, and that was the most watched. If Tiger Woods ever returns to the level that he knows he can play at, like he used to play at. He doesn't know he can play at that. He's saying the quotes that I if, hope I get in the top thousand. If he returns to that level. And he won't. Say he wins a couple tournaments and he enters into the Masters. Say he gets into the Masters. More people, well, you, you can get more people will watch that Masters. He has a green jacket, so he can go whenever he wants. That's true. He could be 90 and go play in it if he wants to. Well, I hope he doesn't break his back again by then. I don't understand why his excuse for not being good at golf is because he's old. Look how old, you know, Arnold Palmer was before he retired. Yeah, but was he winning green coats? I don't know. Okay. I wasn't born back then. Rest in peace, Arnold Palmer. Your tea and lemonade is delicious. (laughs) It's weird to think that these athletes are just passing away. Guys, we grew up hearing stories about myths. You know, how did people react when Babe Ruth died? I don't know. How are people going to react when some of these people die? I'm going to react when Undertaker dies, Ray Allen, or LeBron. Undertaker? <laughs> yeah, he's number one. <laughs> we should promo. We should hype up a WWE pay-per-view. No, because this is our last one. We're done. Right now. Let's say, let's say our goodbyes. Bro. What are we at? 35 minutes or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> we're just like who cares <laughs> who cares well the viewers care because they're like damn i'm bored they're not even viewers they're listeners <laughs> that's the bad part maybe it's, maybe people don't listen there's in probably no one listening at this point <laughs> maybe people don't listen in because there's, there's no visual aspect of the show all right i'm giving it i'm giving it i'm giving a little challenge if you're listening to this sentence right now I want you to message me and say, I listened to your final sentence of that segment. Because if you listen this far, I really respect you as a human. And if you don't have Max's number or don't know how to contact him, you can contact me. But yeah, that's a great challenge. It we're going to we're gonna see. Those are the real people. Those are the real people. We might have had 25 listens, but I guarantee you out of those 25, five people would have text- texted you. Yeah. Listen. Have you wasted... 38 minutes of your life. It just keeps going up by three minutes every minute. (laughs) If you wasted... I'm not going to say wasted because you got to listen to our voices in your ears or through your speakerphone, whatever. So it's not wasting, but, you know, you could have just gone and watched, like, Colin Coward or something. (laughs) I mean, it's true. We're in an industry where, uh, you know, small-time guys don't make it. That's, That's the truth. We're rivals with ESPN and Fox, except for we're... No, we're rivals with the other podcasts on SoundCloud that get the same amount of views. See, it, we would get more views of people that actually want to listen to us if the people that do listen to us right now would get them to listen to it. No, because it's our job to do that, bro. 
it is our job, but it's also the listener's job. No, to challenge. Why are you putting? Why are you putting out a challenge then? Because I'm I'm interested to see who listens this far. What if everyone that texts Max or me that they listened also shares it on Facebook? No. How many more well, listens would we get? If I get if I get 150 listens, this isn't our last one. You're gonna pay the fifteen dollars. I'm paying fifteen dollars a month. And I'm also going to a local business and getting a sponsorship for the podcast. It'll say, this is Primetime 30, brought to you by Hard Dargan Bar and Hard Dargan Dargan, their slogan. That'll be it. No one got that except you. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to do my closing statement. Go ahead. All right. This may be a little sad for the viewers. It does. But here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me your time throughout all these years of listening to me talk through a microphone. I want to thank my family for being so relaxed with my hardworking schedule. But my biggest thing goes out to you, the people. The people that have had my back through all these years. The people that have sent me comments and I've been in the hospital and your your voice is what got me through. That's the reason why I do this. It's because of you guys. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not sad I'm leaving. I am. Because trust me, this is, a, this is a fire in my heart. This business. And if I can touch one of your guys' hearts, and let you know that I'll be back next week. And that gives you something to look forward to. Then by damn it, I'm going to keep doing it. But it looks like it's coming to an end, folks. It's been an up and down roller coaster. And when you got to say goodbye, you got to say goodbye. You got to go down like a winner. Respectful with honor. And I'll admit, our time's up. But... I'll give you this one last thing. To my people, I may be gone, but this won't be the last time you hear my voice roar into the microphone. With that being said, thank you for listening. I love you all. God bless. I have one last thing to say as well. This podcast started as an idea. When you take an idea and you put effort into an idea, you make the ideas a reality. You make the dreams come true. These listeners, the first thing they ever heard was, oh boy, this is going to be hard on <laughs> on the song. And then for the next four minutes, their lives changed forever. They heard the most beautiful Christmas spirit song that they've ever heard in their life. Now, when we started doing Sports Talk together, I really thought that that would gain listeners. It didn't. It didn't work out. And so, it was fun while it lasted. It's really fun to just do a podcast, get our opinions out there. It's sad that today you can't even do a podcast without having to pay money. But that's above me. It's SoundCloud. You know, they got to make their money somehow. I would definitely keep going, but 
$15 a month isn't going to work when you don't have someone giving you money to do the podcast, which is very difficult. Or have a job, which is also very difficult to balance with college. And so I want to thank everyone that's listened. I want to thank everyone for the feedback they've given. We've had multiple people saying, can I call in, give my opinion on the podcast? And I thank those people as well. I thank you for the enthusiasm and the support. But all good things come to an end. All good things come to an end. Here's where I would normally say, I'll see you guys next week. But it's looking like we won't see you next week. But with that being said, the dream can come true sometime in the future. We don't know when. This was an idea that became a reality. Is there anything else you want to say? Baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Thank Thank you, guys.